Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Authentic. Today, I have some of my favorite guests ever. I'm so excited. Um, Brittany and Brandy. So the title of this podcast is Authentic, and I can't think of two girls who represent this better. They're genuine, honest, welcoming, and outgoing, and just some of the biggest lights that I know. Um, if you know them, you absolutely love them. They're the true definition of a friend to all. They've <laughs> intimately shared lots of wisdom with me and are going to give lots of insight into being a light and finding your purpose not to mention they have some of the greatest instagrams you'll ever see um so please welcome Brittany and Brady to the podcast oh, this, I'm so goodness. happy to see here I know I, I mean we already talked about this I've said this five million and three times but I'm literally so excited to be here and this is literally a dream come true we're gonna to have be fun. on the podcast and to do it with you Lauren and my twin sister who's my favorite person so <laughs> yeah we're in for a good time <laughs> yay I'm so excited so first just go ahead and tell us like a little bit about yourselves your relationship with the Lord all you know all the intro things Mm-hmm. All right, Brandy, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, so clearly I'm Brandy. I have a twin sis here with me um, who I love so much, and I'm so glad she's here visiting me. But anyway, with that being said, um, went to LSU. That's how Lauren and I met. Praise the Lord. Um, I just moved to Dallas, but still go Tigers. Um, I'm a big fan of Jesus. You know, I've, we grew up in, like, in a Christian family um we're just we're blessed to like be raised going to church and just kind of like have that relationship nurtured over the years just through like youth groups and like the relationships that we've had with people and people that we've met so the lord has been too kind in that sense um and so yeah like i said big fan of jesus fashion lauren you know <laughs> clothes <laughs> shopping anything creative and we can't forget about the Kardashians and Justin Bieber and I feel like that's like a me in a nutshell so <laughs> like there you have it so pretty yeah. all you know yeah well tell us where like your stuff like what I feel like that's relevant yeah so in okay. fact I just finished my first week of my big girl job so it's a lot of Dallas <laughs> yeah. she's a Dallas girl so hence why I'm here in Dallas um, so far, so good. But yeah, I just started work at Deloitte with a finance major undergrad. So kind of makes sense. Corporate world was, you know, in the plan somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, here I am. All right. So um, I'm Brittany and I am obviously a twin. I um, We're both from Baton Rouge, born and raised. And um, I also obviously we were raised in the same family. So I was also blessed to just have a family and parents who um, at an early age chose to bring us to church and chose that that, that they wanted, um, you know, a relationship with the Lord to be a part of our life and our upbringing. And um, that has been literally one of the biggest blessings in our lives, um, our parents' decisions to start going to church with us. Uh, and like Brandy said, um, just through the natural progression of, you know, you start in Sunday school and then you go to the middle school ministry and then the high school ministry. Um, the, you know, the Lord has just nurtured my relationship with him. And it was in like middle school, high school, um, that I just decided to give my life to Jesus. And then I just remember coming into agreement of being like, Lord, I want to live this life and like live it alongside you and with you. And, um, ever since the Lord has been faithful and I can literally trace his faithful hand back to 
forever. I mean, he's, he's faithful always. So, um, yeah, I've always been a big Jesus fan and my love only grows. So, <laughs> and then like school wise and stuff, obviously go to LSU as well. Me and my sister were both finance majors. So we pretty much did all of undergrad together minus like literally maybe yeah. two classes <laughs> and, um, graduated last December also but now I am still a student and now I'm doing my master's of accounting at LSU and so queen she's an accounting queen (laughs) Um, and somehow the Lord has just given me an interest in a passion in accounting as a means to serve him and so just being obedient in that and I will graduate with that in May then I'll study for the CPA exam and then start full-time in Houston with PWC. So I'll be a Houston gal myself, like Lauren. <laughs> Yay, I'm excited yeah. for you to be a Houston gal. It's the best ever, obviously, as you I know. know. Um, we love Texas. No, for real. Greatest state. Might be controversial to say on here, but <laughs> I love it. Texas um, girlies. <laughs> forever, for sure. Um, so you guys are really excited about things like work in school. Um, like you can just hear that when you're talking about, um, kind of where you are in life. And a lot of people really aren't normally excited about things like that. And it truly is really inspiring. <laughs> um, cause you genuinely love the people you work with and you love what you do. So kind of where have you gotten this mindset? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I'll go first, but, uh, whenever I was thinking about this, um, and just like what I would talk about, I truly think that at the end of the day, it comes down to a decision to just like reframe your mindset and like reframe your perception of the way that you see school and the way that you see work as a means to not just like go get an education, but as a means for the Lord to use you and as a means for you to be able to serve the Lord and be a light. And so once you shift it from like, oh, I just school and work, which is the only purpose of that is to add things to my to-do list, to add stress to my life, whatever. Uh, Once you shift it from being that to, wait a minute, the Lord can use this. The Lord can use the hours I study. The Lord can use the the task I'm assigned at an internship, the relationships I form at school, at work. The Lord can use that to glorify him. Um, I think that just like changes absolutely everything. And you know, as Christians, as believers, like our whole purpose is to be used by the Lord and to glorify the Lord and to grow his kingdom. And so once you step back and you ask yourself, Lord, how can I use school? Lord, how can you use me in my work to, to accomplish that? Oh man, it makes you excited about like everything. Like whenever I go sit down to study, I'm like, man, I might not be genuinely interested and in, I don't know financial statements or the taxation of business entities like might not actually be interested in that <laughs> but when I recognize that man the number of hours I study the more I study and the more I am faithful in stewarding this the more knowledge I have the more I can be a resource for others and then the more I can help others the more people I can ultimately like, reach. And so I truly view like studying in like school and work as a, as a way that the Lord can use me to be a light for him. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, if I get this down really well, the girl next to me can like ask me a question and then I can be a light to her. And then maybe, maybe that'll give way to like a relationship or friendship. Uh, maybe it won't and it'll just plant seeds. Like why is this girl so willing or like eager to help or like be a resource? Um, but yeah, once you make that correlation between like the Lord can use absolutely anything, even work in school for his glory, it just 
moves you and like pushes you to steward it well and like not to steward it well but be excited about it because as believers that's what we get excited about the opportunity to grow his kingdom so yeah that's my answer (laughs) yeah that's good that's good it's so true and kind of like whenever I was thinking about this question like what kind of came to mind was like obviously like growing up if you've like grown up at church like you always see people who are like being called like as missionaries and like being sent overseas and like that's great and I admire the people that so much but like the reality is like not all of us are called to be like sent overseas or to a different country and like for some time like, like for myself speaking like honestly that came with like a little bit of a sense of like shame and just like wondering like I don't feel this calling on my life like is that bad um but then also like with that being said I think just coming from the perspective of like anyone's a missionary like literally like we're all missionaries for the Lord like no matter where we are um and just like he I don't know I just feel like the Lord just explicitly like put it on my heart that like the Lord can be glorified anywhere and like your mission field like everyone's looks different and like that's okay and so just like for me personally and for a lot of us like I said who aren't necessarily called to be like in a different country or like you know elsewhere um like our mission fields are going to look like the everyday, like mundane things, quote unquote. Um, and so that being said, like for us, like clearly we were finance majors. And so it was kind of inevitable that like we'd hit corporate America or like, you know, like the office environment basically. Um, and so just kind of like seeing and recognizing like, okay, that's my mission field. And like, that is just as exciting and just as like glorifying to the Lord as, you know, being somewhere else. Um, and so I just think like acknowledging that makes it so exciting just for you to like go to work every day. And like, even like having works, like mm-hmm. there's so many like non-believers that you encounter every day. And then like, mm-hmm. like there's still so much work to be done, like in our everyday lives in terms of like reaching people, like there really is. Um, and so I just think like acknowledging that just like makes it, I don't know, it gives you like a new sense of purpose and like that perspective definitely just like makes you excited because you're like you don't know what you're going to encounter like that day you don't know what opportunities the lord's already gone before you and set um in that work environment and so i don't know people definitely notice like they do so mm-hmm. that's exciting in and of itself and lends way to like you know glorifying the lord yeah no that's like literally so good and I y'all told me some of this stuff before like when we've been together and like I cannot tell you how much it helped me not just going into school but going into internships and just like completely shifting my mindset and so like I hope everyone listening is like really taking this to heart because like I don't know this is just not always talked about I feel like um yeah in different church settings so I think it's really cool to be able to be like okay like what I'm doing in college has a purpose and like what I go out and do has a purpose because like obviously everything y'all said um we're all doing it to ultimately glorify God and I think that's forgotten so often so I'm I'm just so glad y'all are on here and people are getting to listen to this it makes me really excited um so kind of like what I said I've asked a lot of y'all for tons of advice um especially this summer when I was at my internship kind of like when it comes to having a purpose and then I guess specifically the corporate world but college too because y'all said some great stuff about class so um, what advice would you give to listeners when it comes to like your specific purpose when you're going out to work every day or your internship or to class? Mm. Um, I would say like 
just remind yourself like that verse in Colossians that's like whether you eat or drink let it be done for the Lord and so honestly like walking out of the door and being like Lord I praise you for the opportunities that you're going to give me today to be a light for you and just like reframing your mind and just reminding yourself that like on your way to school on your way to work yes obviously you're you're going there to get stuff done and to learn or to I don't know serve your coworkers, whatever it might be help them with tasks but at the end of the day it's like remind yourself every single morning like posture your heart to remind yourself like what what's my ultimate purpose today because if now you're going to get bogged down by your overwhelming to-do list or your deadlines or your assignments or your tests coming up, whatever it might be. Like those are overwhelming things. And so if you don't take that time in the morning, like on your drive to school, on the elevator ride up to your floor, um, whatever it might be, it's so easy to like live discouraged and miss out on the purpose that God has for your life. And so something that I would do is just like literally every day, just be like, Lord, I praise you for the ways you've you've given me opportunities to serve you today. Lord, I praise you for the ways you've already gone before me and, um, you know, given me purpose today. Lord, I praise you for, for meeting me today, wherever it is that I might be, whether it be in a classroom or, you know, in my room studying or at my desk, in my little cubicle. Um, and so just like posturing your heart to remember every morning, like what your ultimate purpose is. I think that overflows into like absolutely like everything. Um, so yeah. Well, and even with that, like, I think just to, like, add to that, like, yes, like, that's your purpose, but also, like, yes, it's your purpose, but it's genuinely, like, so exciting. Like, when you just, like, wake up every morning from that perspective, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, it brings joy into, like, the little simple things that you encounter, like, every day. And I do think just, like, Brittany was saying, like, reframing your, reframing your mindset into, like, acknowledging that, like, every day is an opportunity to be a reflection of Christ. Like, mm-hmm. it's just fun. Like, honestly, because yeah. I feel like once you're, like, your heart's postured that way, like, it allows the Lord to like invite opportunities and like work through you. And like, not only is that glorifying to him, but also like he cares for us and he wants to make this like, like fun, fun for us, for us too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so like literally the Lord will invite like so many, like just like little interactions about like your work day or like your school day, but yeah. just like bring joy to your life. And mm-hmm. I think like little things like that are just like underrated or maybe go like under the radar and like mm-hmm. unseen like those are literally gifts from the Lord whenever like he invites us to like walk with him every day um no matter like what your day looks like um so yeah I just think it's like that's a big part of it too just like having a heart and like being excited for what the Lord's gonna do and just like being expectant and like that eventually leads to like relationships and interactions that you otherwise wouldn't have had and it's, it's just fun you know like I think once you like frame your mindset and come from that approach, like it's fun. Like the Lord cares for us and wants us to be um, like life-giving to us too, as much as it is like life-giving to him, like glorifying to him. It's just, I don't know. Like it's just fun. Like it's exciting to think about, you know? It's good. So that's my take on it. Yeah. Y'all do the best job of making everything so exciting. Like when, I think it was, (laughs) One of y'all put it on your Instagram story. I think it was Brittany where you were like romanticizing your life. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like no, wait, like that subway date looks so fun. Like I was like, oh my God, like goodness. Like, I love <laughs> it. Date. No. Shout out. Honestly, it's so true though. No, <laughs> y'all's Instagram stories get me hyped to do simple things. Like really, I'm not making that up. So keep it up because. I'm so glad. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, and so y'all kind of spoken about this a little bit, but you're very good at being lights in your workplaces or in the classroom. And so you've given some like overall tips, but do you have any like tangible ways um, to kind of be good friends and be lights to like your coworkers around you, like specific things that you've done in the past that you've noticed like has, I don't know, worked, I guess is the right way to say that. For sure. Hmm. Good if I take this one. Yeah, go for it. So kind of what comes to mind is like, I don't know, like it's so granted, like I was at an internship back home for like a hot minute. Like we're talking like close to 16, 16 months of my life. So that was like a hot minute. I was working with the same team, but like, of course, like just like anything you go in, not known anyone. And of course, like as believers, you kind of have in the back of your mind, like what's the Lord going to do here? Like how is he going to move through this? Like you know, like work environment and like mm-hmm. the setting, like it's just different. Um, kind of like how do you navigate that in terms of like being a Christian, like knowing that's what you're called there to do. And like, that's your higher purpose there. Um, and I think for me, just like thinking back to like our experiences, like in the workplace or school, like we said, um, just that sort of setting is like, yes, like, of course you always want to have those gospel conversations. Like once, you know, should that opportunity arise but I think going into it just like knowing that you want to be like a representation of the gospel like through the way that you treat people and you love people and I think like people take notice of that just like making people feel like loved and valued and welcomed and just like encouraged too um like you never know what people are going through and so like they notice those sort of things and especially I think one thing that's key is like I know like selfishly like will probably navigate or be attracted to like certain people or like you're like oh like maybe really good friends but just also kind of taking a step back and acknowledging that like everyone in this work setting or no one should be limited to the love of Christ so just like really like putting yourself out there to like everyone whether those are the people above you your equals mm-hmm. I don't know if like once you're in like a position of like you know more authority like those quote unquote like below you even though I don't like that term but you know what I mean for lack of a better word uh-huh. like you know like just treating everyone the same to where like you're consistent enough and showing mm-hmm. showing the Lord's love that like people will take note and people like and that will like initiate conversations but I know that's such like a cheesy answer but like it's truly just like saying hi to everyone in the break room in the kitchen like um help like Brittany was saying earlier like mm-hmm. being willing and like eager to help people because that's essentially like shows your desire to like serve people and that yeah. is like a trait from the Lord you know um so yeah like even for me like I remember like how I feel like I was able to like show people the Lord was like genuinely through like helping people whether yeah. that's like hey I can set up your computer if you need help or I don't know just like mm-hmm. little, little things like people take note of that and they appreciate it especially when you're like consistent in it even when it's yeah. hard like I think that's just like key yeah but yeah that's like literally what I was gonna say too like it sounds like so like whenever you're like oh my gosh how do I be a light like in the working world or like school you're like so overwhelmed because it doesn't feel like like the statement be a light you're like okay but how is this like like how is this tangible <laughs> you know and so truly like Brandy was saying it literally just looks like saying hi say good morning like walking like I feel like we've just like lost the art mm-hmm. of like just like I interact interacting with each other I guess like this world has just created us to be like so not relational I guess no, the way true. that things are you know like, with like social media yeah. and like technology and COVID and we're just like shifting to be less and less relational I feel yeah. like and so honestly like yeah you might feel like the odd one out you might be the only one who says hi and good morning like 
but people like take note of that and like Brittany said like they love it like yeah even like going into the break room if there's like somebody fixing their coffee next to you tell them good morning like you don't need anything in common just the mere fact that you are two human beings yeah. existing preparing your coffee let that like Jesus found common ground with a woman at yeah. the well who was like a Samaritan for one a woman for like another you know there were so many barriers as to why they weren't supposed to have the interaction Jesus and the Samaritan woman and yeah like he found common ground and the common ground was just that we both happen to be at the same well and it's like man how like how many times a day do we find ourselves like at the same well quote unquote as someone else like there's no common ground maybe you're not on the same team maybe you're not in the same class maybe he's your teacher and you're the student so you're like oh that's a barrier and we talk ourselves out of talking to them and it's like no 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 every person you talk yourself about talking to is like not a missed opportunity but in a way yeah and so just say hi to everyone or not don't be a weirdo I mean say hi to like <laughs> everyone but use discernment <laughs> but like when you walk into the classroom say like good morning even if the teacher doesn't respond yeah like talk to the person in the break room who's fixing their coffee um whenever you're scheduled like, for, introduce yourself yeah introduce yourself ask like remind yourself that oh I'm not just here for work like yeah try to like invest in the people like ask them like how are you doing or and like just make it known that like you're here to care for people yeah um even like even the little guy even you know the head honcho just yeah make yourself available welcoming a light um and just one more thing to add I'm so sorry I know we're like word vomiting on you (laughs) no (laughs) it's so amazing I cannot tell you how much y'all's advice helped me at my internship this summer so I want everyone to hear everything y'all are saying (laughs) all the voice from me (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're so sweet this is so fun but like even though like because kind of what Brittany was saying like yes be like say hi like like put yourself out there and I think like that doesn't necessarily come so naturally like we said like given like kind of the state of like society these days like our generation and like too like some of us like that might not be the most natural thing to do to like put yourself out there like whether that's for like insecurity or like lack of confidence like I know that's like a very real thing especially like in a work setting where you're kind of like do I am I really qualified to be here or like <laughs> am I really like do you, I don't know like do I really belong here like you know um but also I feel all that to say like those are lies from the enemy that he's mm-hmm. trying to like hinder you and hinder, you know, the Lord being glorified and like where you're at in life. And like, I just pray that like the Lord would like, you know, the Lord's truth would overcome those lies and just, you know, the Lord's given us, and you just be reminded that like the Lord's given you a spirit of like confidence. Like, so mm-hmm. just for anyone who's like, Oh, yeah, how do like, how do I do that? Like that seems so intimidating. Like, yes, it is. And it can be, but also like, don't forget the Lord is with you. He's not forsaking you. And he gives us a spirit of confidence to just do it. Like, don't overthink it. Cause that's what the enemy wants you to do to keep you from being a vessel for the Lord. Um, there's so like, I'm so sorry, but there's like a meme or like a, a gif, a gif, however you say it. And it's like, God fit in. And it's oh, like, yeah. this guy, and it's like do you, I just seen it. Lord. I feel like yeah. you love it. I want to find it. And it's like this guy. And I think he's like snapping his fingers uh-huh. and he's like, confidence yeah but I'll have to send it to you after this it's true yeah. though confidence. That's, <laughs> that's so good I'm gonna send that to everyone <laughs> yeah, send it to everyone now wait that's the so like cool. cover oh what's that 
Oh, I was just saying it's so cute. I've never even seen oh, yeah. it. It's like the cover for this podcast, like on Spotify, is like goth it is. <laughs> Wait, I'm not even kidding. I think I'm going to call it that. I think <laughs> I might say that. Do it. Oh, I love it, but it's so true. It's really is so yeah. true. Because like, like I said, don't let the enemy come in and like try to talk you out of talking to the stranger or whoever it is. Like, mm-hmm. go for it. No, they will I, appreciate it. Like, it'll be fun for you too. I think I'm gonna say I'm maybe gonna call this confidence in the workplace and at school. I'm not even kidding. That's so good. Please do. I love it. Oh my goodness, please do. That would um, be very happy. So speaking of confidence, um, mm-hmm. have there been any moments where you've been able to have kind of a um gospel related conversation at work like I know that that's hard to talk about at work or school but have there been any incidences incidences excuse me where you've gotten to um talk about that with someone who's a non-believer or even a believer yeah um so for me I so I've done two internships before I did one here in Baton Rouge just like at a local accounting firm and then I did one in Houston this past spring uh, for PwC and so like I'll just be completely I've told you this Lauren like at my I'll, like I'll be transparent at my internship in Baton Rouge like I never really got to have like a gospel conversation um and you know I was able to like build relationships and build friendships and stuff like that and I know that people could tell that there was something different even just like in the way that people would like speak of me or like my work ethic or um things like that. So people definitely noted something was different, but they never gave way to like gospel conversations, I guess, like naturally. So, or yeah, just naturally. So, so in that regard, it's like, I guess it's an encouragement for people of just like, I don't sit back and like beat myself up and be like, Oh man, like, I'm so sad. Like all that time was for nothing. Like all my efforts feel like, like gone wasted, but like, I'm like still encouraged and hoping that like fruits, or seeds were planted and so just like an encouragement for anyone who's like oh I've never gotten to have one like just know that yeah it's not like reflective of you being like a less than Christian anyways but with that to say like at my second internship I actually did get to have a gospel conversation which like I'm literally like in awe like still to this day that that happened <laughs> because I'm like what me an um so that was like really exciting um but basically I just really made myself um just like a friend to all at my internship in Houston and that includes like the little guy maybe the one who doesn't have as many friends maybe the one who's perceived as like awkward I was like no like I'm not gonna view myself as being like better than cooler than whatever the perception is like I'm not gonna frame it to where like I see myself as being higher um then like you're fine or yeah then I don't know maybe the weird people or whatever um quote-unquote weird people but and so I just like try to be consistent like Brandy said earlier in my kindness and my generosity and my inclusivity and all the things and um eventually like I would get like you're just so like positive Mm -hmm. you're just so like um you're just so joyful or like you know, people would tell me like, I'm going to miss you and your positivity when you're gone. And that's like, not to toot yeah. my own horn, like glory to God. And that made me so excited though. Cause I'm like, oh, they see him. <laughs> um, but you know, I'd get comments like that. And, uh, on my like last week I was having 
kind of just like my closing like interviews, like my closing um, like conversations. And I got like pretty close to one of my coworkers and he was just like talking about my positivity and how he was going to miss. Um, Cause you know, corporate America can sometimes be bland. Like, oh, just be frank. It can be bland. It can be boring. It can be like bogged down. But if you walk in with a good attitude, it changes yeah. everything. And literally your positive attitude, man, they take it. They're so excited about it. Cause yeah. it's so rare. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so people like adored, like just, I guess the positivity that I brought, but um that the Lord placed in me. But anyways, I was able to just tell him like, thank you so much for like your encouraging words and always like pointing out like my positivity or like my joy, my joy, uh, my welcoming like attitude, like thanks for pointing that out because I hope you know that like, to me, that is like you, or that's like the Lord telling me like, like job well done. And I like literally got to tell him like, I'm here obviously to be like an accounting intern, but my ultimate purpose at the end of the day is to like be a light for the Lord and to be glorifying to him. And so you like affirming me in your words of encouragement, um, it's like a testament to like the fact that the Lord was able to use me. And so like, I just hope you know that anything you saw in me, and these are like conversations I would have with campers when I was <laughs> a little like at Pineco, but anyway, that's besides the fact. But, you know, we would tell them like, don't be like, if you anything good that you see in me, it's not me. Like it's like from the Lord. And so like, thank you, but also just know that like, it's from the Lord. And if, if any of that, like, you know, comforts you, encourages you, like you can find that and even more in Jesus himself yeah. and his word. So, um, so yeah, I actually did get to have that conversation with one person that was like, so explicitly a gospel conversation, um, which was really cool because yeah, it was just really exciting because honestly, as a believer, like I said, your passion is ministry, hopefully the Great Commission. Um, and so that was really just rewarding to be yeah. able to have that conversation. For sure. Now, I just kind of second what Brittany said. Like, I think like people, like I said, people start to take note, but also like, yes, like they start to take note, but like they'll vocalize it. And like that eventually will like lead to like gospel conversations, mm -hmm. you know, or like opportunities to kind of like, shout out the lord you know like it's yeah. not me like it's, it's really not like thank you so much it's not me it's of the lord um because like Brittany said like people like i know like removed from like this context of like you haven't experienced necessarily it's like that sounds so awkward like people <laughs> ask you like or people will tell yeah. you like you're just so joyful or like like mm -hmm. well i don't know like i don't know it makes sound like it's not the most natural thing for people to just like blur that out but like mm -hmm. when you're or when you see it just so clear and so consistent like people can't help but notice and so like you will start to get questions and like people's curiosity like will be peaked which like you're talking about like will lead to gospel conversations and so like I know for me on my previous internship like I said like I would have I had a handful of times where like in conversation like some of my coworkers would share that like they're non-believers and like of course just kind of be like casual and passing but of course like we as believers take note of that and notice like oh my goodness like what an opportunity and like what urgency there is mm -hmm. to like glorify the lord here you know and so um i think just like in terms of gospel conversations like inviting people to church like letting people know that you're a believer like it doesn't necessarily have to like like yes it would be awesome to like be able to sit down with them and like tell them like explicitly about mm -hmm. the gospel like that is so great um that's not always necessarily the most like pop or that's not always necessarily what happens but I think just being able to like 
explicitly share that like yes I'm a believer like oh what'd you do this weekend I went to church or I went to like my college ministry like like help them connect the dots yeah like help them connect exactly like help them connect the dots you know what I mean like oh she's she's different oh she's the believer like that's what's different about her and it's just so funny because like Mm -hmm. over the years like people I don't know like I just remember like one of my co-worker friends has was like oh like there's just this like, magical aura. Is that how you say the word? Yeah, I don't know. It's just so funny. Like, like for people who aren't strong believers, mm-hmm. like they can't put their finger on it. They're like, yeah. oh, it's an aura. Oh, it's like magic. Like, yeah. I was even asked, like, did you have like a really difficult upbringing? Because like you're just so nice that like, like <laughs> did, the, did you experience something? Like, no, literally. Which is oh like, God. like like it sounds so awful but like, I've literally been asked that before like yeah did you experience like a tragic childhood like something tragic in your childhood like that just like made you feel like you have to like repay the world and I'm like not necessarily no like <laughs> like, <laughs> like praise the lord I had a great childhood um but also like um but yeah like that comes down to like when people ask those questions it's like oh like thanks but like you know it's actually the lord in me mm-hmm. like working through me and like shining through me it's not of my own doing you know um so yes like gospel conversations are great they're a little bit harder to come by um but just you know praying for those opportunities and just kind of like seeing opportunities like even in like that gray area where like people are starting to be curious and like taking those chances Mm -hmm. to initiate like potential gospel conversations like later or you know that sort of thing I don't know if that answers your question but no, perfectly. It's so good. I just get so like on fire and excited hearing y'all talk. And, like, it's cool because I feel like there's not always like a clear like steps, I guess, if that makes sense for ministry yeah. to college. But it's also cool to hear that it's just like so simple of just like glorifying mm-hmm. God and all you do. And like, it's also encouraging yeah. like, if you don't have those conversations, like that's not wasted. So it's nice to hear all yeah. that. Like some people go into their job or work and they're like, well, like I've never talked to anyone about Jesus, but it's like, that's not wasted, you know? And I think yeah. that's a good matter because we're quick to beat ourselves up about that when we hear the stories yeah. of people doing those things, but it's yeah. good to hear like the moments where you do share. So I think that's all that answered it perfectly. So, okay, good. <laughs> so kind of switching gears for this next question, but just kind of wanted to touch on this because you're both kind of about to start like major life changes or have started. So yeah. trusted the Lord when you've moved to major cities um, in different states, not knowing that many people or not knowing what's going on. How do you kind of trust in the Lord when taking these big steps? Mm-hmm. I would say prayer. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like so simple and it's like the Sunday school answer, but like prayer. Like whenever, so whenever I did my internship in the spring of last year, that was like my first time ever leaving Baton Rouge, ever leaving home. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to live by myself, like in this new city in this, like not a clue who my coworkers are, not a clue what awaits me. And I just remember the walk, like I go on walks all the time. (laughs) Um, And on like all of my walks leading, like in the probably week, two weeks leading up to my move to Houston, like I just prayed and then praised the Lord for like everything that was like giving me like unease or like anxiety, like down to like the what I, I tell people this and I'm pretty sure people think I'm like crazy, but like the Wi-Fi and my Airbnb where I lived, I was like, I'm going to be working from home some days. Like I really need that to, to serve me well. So like just bringing everything before the Lord and being like, Lord, I praise you because 
you've already gone before me, behind me, and you walk beside me. Lord, I praise you because you, if you can hold the world in your hands, you can hold this Wi-Fi in your hands. Like, Lord, I praise you because you've already, <laughs> I know, I praise you because you're going to give me opportunities in, you know, in my new city, in my new job to be a light, to be a joy, um, you know, and so just coming before the Lord and thanking him for the ways he's already met you in these huge, big, potentially scary life changes, like it eases your mind. Cause once you like continue to speak that over yourself, it's like, you start to believe it. Like, you're like, wait, the Lord has met me. Like, wait a minute. You're right. Like the Lord isn't like, he's not absent in this new season. And so just like reminding yourself of that through prayer and praise, I think is like so helpful and um, fruitful going into that season. So yeah, for sure. And then I think for me, like, I think yes, prayer and also just like reminding yourself consistently and like, and just like remind, like, or remembering that like the Lord is your greatest friend. Like, I mean, granted, I know I'm only mm-hmm. just for context, I've only been in this new city of mine for like two weeks. <laughs> so like, this is still like a very relevant like subject for me and like something mm-hmm. that's like very real. Like, I'm currently experiencing like that's just the season I'm in and like I will say like and just like leading up to this season and kind of just like preparing my heart for this change and you know all the new that was going to come like I think just being reminded that like the Lord is your greatest friend like do mm-hmm. I like even for myself like I'm going to expose myself but like I'm in a new city I don't know that many people like I just don't <laughs> like you know I'm like currently in that process and just like I can't like stress enough how like how much it's like comforted me to like know that like yes I might be in the city like and feel mm-hmm. like alone but like praise God that like he is my greatest friend like mm-hmm. he is the most loyal friend like I think that is like so underrated yeah. and like the Lord's never distant and if you just invite him in like it's just so comforting it just mm-hmm. I don't know it just makes me smile because I'm like the Lord's just so kind to us like yeah. we may not have like physical people or like I may not have like a list of names of like friends right now but I'm like okay like that's fine because like I have a word yeah and like like God willing like those friends will come along but like nothing will ever like surpass like the Lord's friendship um and like Rudy said just like remembering that like he's gone before you and like declare this new season like good mm-hmm. like even though it's hard and like even though you may not understand like how the Lord's moving like he is and like it's good and asking the Lord to like increase your belief in that truth like mm-hmm. I think that's key Cause like, the thing is like, you can pray that like, oh Lord, like may the season bring fruit, but also it's like, here he has promised that. Like, you know, he's already promised that. And like, now it's just a matter of like, Lord, will you increase my belief in like you and your faithfulness? Um, so I just think like coming from that prayer and like that posture, um, just really helps a lot and just brings a lot of perspective and just the Lord, the Lord's near and like, he wants you to feel his nearness. So I think that's kind of what's helped me for sure. Yeah. No, that's so good too. Cause even like a lot of girls listening to this might be freshmen in college and that can be applicable yeah. to the season of that as well. So I think those are both obviously very good answers, but can apply to so many different girls. I mean, cause I have girls in high school listening to this and then like moms, yeah. it's just cool <laughs> how that can apply to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last question before we kind of get into the speed round um, is like, yeah. I had a hard time kind of phrasing it, but we've had a okay. lot of conversations about like, like how our interests like fashion and reality TV can mm-hmm. like 
kind of apply to our faith. Like, I don't know if y'all remember when we yes. were at Prima the time, like yes. all three talking about how like, I don't know, the bachelor can somehow lead to like a way to glorify God. I don't know. If <laughs> I just like will never forget yeah. that conversation. So I kind of want to just elaborate on how like you can connect basically like any of your interests to the gospel and mm-hmm. how to hold that in such a cool way. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have something like immediately to say? I'm thinking, but I can. Why do you? I can too. Okay, you go first then. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I talked about this at community groups one time, like in the fall, but like, I think again, like once you realize that like, I feel like so often we compartmentalize I don't know if I said that right, but you know what I mean? We like split up our life into different compartments and we're like, all right, the version of me that watches reality TV is like over here. Like the part of me that yeah. like <laughs> loves the Lord is over here. My, me as a student's over there. And so once you realize that like the Lord is not like, he can't be put in a box. Like the Lord, his truth, his gospel, like it excludes no thing, like no thing whatsoever. And um, I think once you realize that the Lord can use anything, even secular things for his glory, yeah, it's like, all right, Lord, like now you just tell me what to do. And so like the Lord has, I know that the Kardashians is like going to be part of our speed round, but like literally, do y'all remember the Kardashians app whenever Kim came out with her app? Like a little yeah. game. That was my favorite like, app. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course so <laughs> I'll be frank. Like I like I love I do love the Kardashians. But like I had no interest in like getting the app. It was like peak COVID time and they have like just released this app, I think. And so there was a girl that was like coming to Bible study whenever Brandy and I were leaders in it, and everything was like virtual at this point. And I could tell she, this girl was like so hungry for the Lord. She was, yeah. she was like hungry. And I was like, oh my gosh, we got to do something. And so I was like, how do I like, but I could tell she was like a new believer. So we were like, okay, how do we like befriend her? Like, how do we find common ground to be able to then like grow in our mm-hmm. friendship and deepen like, you know, the topic of conversations that we get into and just like grow the substance of this friendship. And so it turns out she like, was obsessed with the Kardashians like app and so <laughs> I was like I really don't care to get this app but she like loved it she told me about like what she did on the app like what points what status she this was, was like peak COVID, peak COVID so we weren't doing much <laughs> so I literally like down I like made a mental note and I like downloaded the app and I would just like go on it a little bit a day so I would like have a reason to text this girl and be like he like look this is what I did or like oh my gosh like lol like uh, yeah just to like form common ground and yeah. now then like we ended up baptizing the girl like what the no, heck that is <laughs> so cool that is so um, cool oh my gosh and, like literally it all started because like something that would be considered like secular or yeah like, you know like I was obedient like I like to think that like that was like a sign of obedience even though it was like literally downloading this like app that was like a secular like you know what I mean if that makes sense yeah uh, so like literally like if you're interested and you watch the bachelor and stuff like that will make you relatable to people yeah and i'm not saying like that's a role all the time but like the lord can use secular things and your interest whether like your secular interest of like fashion reality tv whatever it might be to um compel others to want to talk to yeah. you which leads yeah. away to you know being yeah. light and sharing the gospel no for sure anything too like those things like reality TV or like fashion, like, yeah, they may seem like worldly things and they can be, but I also think to like have a discernment as to like 
come to your relationship with those things like that's kind of another conversation but like have discernment as like what's your relationship with like quote unquote like worldly secular things are so like oh girl I'm not healthy for you take a step back but <laughs> for those of us who are like believers and like can have like a healthy relationship with that and like not you know make it an idol or like become obsessed or anything mm-hmm. like that um, or not be like influenced by the world's like yeah. influence in that show fashion trend whatever you it may be like I think the Lord uses our interests to like make us approachable to people mm-hmm. and like like Rudy was saying like find common ground like you know like yeah sure like clothing there may be like oh like is this vain of me to like be so interested in like clothing and fashion and style and like it might be like if you have you an unhealthy an relationship yeah. with it or like making an idol but also like that like that's a way that the Lord can use you to be a vessel like there are things like that and like like I said again like the Lord wants us to have fun like yes like initiating like conversations about the bible and everything like is so great but also like there are often someone's gonna be like if they see you and they think your outfit's cute like they're gonna lead with that rather than like yeah deal of the lord yeah yeah so like just don't freak don't lose sight that like those quote-unquote like secular topics or like secular interests like or the lord also can find ways to use them to be like opportunities for his glory yeah like i don't know i feel like that's kind of like long answer short but I mean, it's true. I don't think there should be shame in them because the Lord has a way of like putting his hand in, in the midst of all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's cool to hear y'all speak with such intentionality, even with just the interest the, Lord's have, the Lord has given you and how you use it to relate to others, I think is a cool thing that not a lot of people do of like, well, why do I like this? Why am I watching this? And how can I use this mm-hmm. and being truly like intentional about it? So that's something I really admire that the two of y'all do. And so kind of going along with things that we like, I thought the speed round would be extra fun with y'all because like I said, Instagrams love talking to y'all about (laughs) and love talking to y'all about fashion. So um, this is kind of the last thing we're going to do, but some of the questions are a little silly, but some of them are great. Like maybe for favorite store, you're like, I got to go shop there now because (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, so the first one is really funny, but it's what is your, or who is your favorite Kardashian and why? And then how would you spread the gospel to them? Because one time for context, I did have a conversation about this with me. (laughs) Everyone needs to hear this conversation because it's too good. Oh my gosh. Do you want to go first? Sure. Mine? Okay. So like we said, big Kardashian fans over here. Mm -hmm. Like we were kind of talking and touched on our last answer. Maybe an unpopular opinion, but I feel like it's a healthy, like, yeah, like when just for us, you know, like I don't know. Love it. Um, and so first of all, that's such a hard question. I love them all. Like I definitely have ranks, and like four of <laughs> four of them I would consider like my top tier, like favorite. I know it's such a bad answer, that's but like, like love my <laughs> love my girl Chris, Kim, and Chloe. I would say those are my top three, which I know is like half a family, but I love them all equally. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in terms of spreading the gospel with them, okay. If you're a Kardashian watcher, like this makes sense. Or at least I would hope so. But I honestly think I would like initiate conversation with them. And like, I, when I watch that show and like see their family dynamic, it sounds crazy y'all, but just bear with me. I see the Lord. Like I do because like, I kind of call it like the reality, like version of like full house where like, they always have like a resolution at the end. And like, they always have like a little happy, like how wow moment kind of. But also, I'm like, that's how the Lord, like, is with us. So I think I would just, like, like speak to them of the ways, like, I see the Lord in them. Because, like, I really do. Like, my girl Chloe, 
oh my gosh it has an, the Lord, angel. an angel has the Lord written all over it like uh-huh. literally and so I feel like that's what I would do to initiate like <laughs> a gospel conversation with them like speak to them of the ways of like I feel the Lord in them and like how they point me back to Christ which like I said for those of you who aren't Kardashian watchers you're probably like this girl is literally crazy no way but just just look just look for the Lord of the Kardashians and you'll find it like straight up but anyway <laughs> what's your answer Brittany I would say my favorite one like without a question in my mind it's Chloe she's literally so sweet y'all like she she's is just so nice such a good mother to true I saw a BuzzFeed like literally all my BuzzFeed articles that pop up on my Facebook are like about the Kardashians <laughs> but um and like they were talking about how Chloe's like the best mom which like I know like no offense to the other ones but I kind of agree like she's just <laughs> such a good mother um and so yeah I love Chloe the most I just think she's so sweet she has such a good heart like if you just watch the episodes like she cares she's like the glue of her family she is the peacemaker she's a mediator like a mediator yeah. like I just she's so intentional I just adore her she, anyways yeah so Chloe's my favorite but in terms of how I would like minister to them okay I've had this conversation with like so many people I feel like just like about celebrities in general like y'all Hollywood is like starving for the gospel like are you kidding me it's probably such a dark world out there I don't know I know it's like romanticized and you know glamorized but it's gonna be so hard to live in Hollywood and like be under all those spotlights and stuff and I would just love nothing more than to have a sleepover with the Kardashians. (laughs) Like, if I could just have a sleepover with the Kardashians, you know, maybe like Olivia Rodrigo, this this is like going outside of the Kardashian realm, but like Olivia Rodrigo, like, you know, maybe Taylor Swift, Joshua Bassett, like, I don't know, maybe not a sleepover, but just like a little, like, just like a little powwow with like some of Hollywood's biggest celebrities. Like, I would just, like, we all know they've got to be struggling with like, a lot of things internally and I would just love to be able to be like an intentional friend to them I just imagine no one probably actually cares about them like the person doing their makeup doesn't know them like just think about it it must be like an isolating world sometimes so I would just love to be a friend to the Kardashians like a sincere genuine friend I don't want anything in return I just want to care for you sincerely so that's so sweet that's, like, probably no one ever thinks just, about that you know <laughs> like joshua bassett like lift a prayer up for that man if y'all know anything about him do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> no literally lift up a prayer for joshua bassett like please he i have talked about this in so many people like hollywood needs our prayers pray for your favorite celebrity people no like probably no one really is so like actually <laughs> exactly <laughs> also, everyone needs to tag chloe kardashian when i post this on instagram because she needs to <laughs> yes please. yes oh my gosh yes. Uh, I'll tag her too I don't know if she'll see it but you never know you never know <laughs> you never know um going along with celebrities I guess who's your favorite influencer to follow at the moment okay I'll like speed up the speed round because I feel like I'm like long-winded but favorite influencer I'll list three but like super fast Hannah Briggs she's kind of low-key but love her Nicola Baffy and then Mary Ralph Lawson the Lawson twins mm-hmm. what about you me lol mine is Danny Austin mm. she's like a 30 year old mother has two children under two so I feel like <laughs> this shows our differences sometimes but she loves the Lord you can just tell the way that she pours her heart into everything for the Lord's glory mm-hmm. in like an implicit kind of way so Danny Austin just like a feel-good influencer if that makes sense okay and okay. then what's your favorite store I guess I probably could have been more specific but just like where do you like to shop all good I like have this intro on top of my head it's several but like these are my like go-to's Zara H&M 
and then mango. Like that's so basic of me, but they've got the goodies, y'all. I don't want to be Zara. Okay. Everything I learned is from Brandy and just, you know, shout out to her. So <laughs> <laughs> and now that you're in Dallas, you have a such a convenient Zara, probably. I know, I do. I think we're going tomorrow. So <laughs> we'll let you know if we find anything good. No, perfect. <laughs> Send me a picture and I can put it on the podcast story and be like sneak peek. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will. And then last two for the speed round. This one is kind of a lot of questions in one too, but what's your favorite place to eat in BR? And then if you want to say Houston or Dallas, you can, but like no pressure. Okay. I'm ready for BR. BR, this is like, it's not the most aesthetic place, but Tio Hobbies, y'all. Best Tex-Mex food in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. We were practically like lived there. We for literally should have been like here. We <laughs> joke that like Tio Hobby, like. <laughs> We like Tio Javi means like Uncle Javi or whatever. And we're like, that's my uncle. Like straight up, he's not. But I'm like, he might as well. Like be. we always go there like as a family. We've gone like every Sunday since we were like itty bitty. Yeah. Pretty so much. Tio Javi, shout out to Tio Javi's. So good. And then in Dallas, I don't know that I have one just yet. Mm-hmm. I do love this place called Gloria's. It's also kind of like a different aesthetic. It's not the cutest place, but food's cute. Really? Food's amazing. I'll I'll get back to you if I find anything cuter, which I know there is cuter stuff, but TBD. What mm-hmm. about you? I second to your hobbies for BR. And then for Houston, I mean, Lauren, you already know it's local foods, which is such a basic answer, but you can just never go wrong with the chips, with the um the chicken what's it called you know crunchy chicken sandwich yeah the chicken sandwich (laughs) so good the salmon bagel is also amazing yeah no I literally ate there yesterday so I don't I don't even care because I'm basic so like it's so good oh my goodness um and then last question is what's your favorite place that you've traveled to I feel like this was aimed at my France travels in summer so I'm just gonna go with the obvious (laughs) um France. It was beautiful. And Paris, like some people dodge on it and they're like, oh, it's actually like people romanticize it. It's not that great. I thought it was every bit of dreamy that people make it out to be. So Paris. Okay. I would love to, I don't know, spend an extended amount of time okay. in Paris. <laughs> okay. Sadly, I did not go to Europe this summer, but <laughs> favorite place I've traveled so far. This is very basic of me, but I love a good seaside trip. 38 there's yeah. just there's so much to do it's just a pleasant time so seaside is my final answer okay perfect that's all the questions that I have I'm so <laughs> glad to have y'all on here and this was such a good episode and I hope everyone got a lot from it I'll see you bye Aww, thank you love you, love you.